0: Welcome to the Mr. Vincent Podcast. I'm your host, Emmanuel Vincent, and just another day, as uh, all these days feel the same since we've been in this uh, quarantine. Um, can't different, can't tell the difference between a Friday or a Monday or even a Saturday. all feels the same. But <laughs> nonetheless, I am here and back with another podcast. So about uh, half an hour ago, I wrapped up with the homie uh, V. Um, we recapped last uh, week's episode of The Last Dance, um, touched on Jordan's reluctance to uh, engage in political issues and uh, also touched about his involvement with um, Isaiah being excluded uh, from the dream team and the whole experience out there um, with that team. Then we also look forward to tomorrow night's um, episodes in which uh, that will obviously highlight uh, Michael's uh, first retirement stint. Um, when she went to go play uh, golf, and which also then led to um, Scotty Pippen breaking out essentially, having a um, career year at that point. So we touch on that and more. And here it is right now it's the Mr. Vincent podcast, episode 37. Tap in. Earlier this week in the group chat, you did say that uh, we, we didn't, I said, let's say the conversation for this podcast. Uh, now, Mike did say before the documentary aired that people are probably gonna think he's a horrible person after this, and I wanna say the majority feels that way. But I see a lot of people that are looking at MJ a little sideways
1: now. Um <laughs> so- Yo, and and I said it before, he did the disclaimer because he knows what he's what he's talking about. Like, not like MJ's not a stupid dude. He understands. Like, I think it backfired. I think he wanted to do this to change his image, but it ended up in reinforcing his image. Wait, wait, you think that really? That he wanted to change his image with this dog? Absolutely. I feel like, especially with, um, and not not because Kobe passed, but I feel like with Kobe passing, I feel like kind of might have even just like uh, been like a light bulb for him. Like, damn, if I would to have passed today, like what would people have of me or say, oh, like let me open up more. Like MJ's never talked this much. True. MJ never talks about nothing. <laughs>
0: Well, well, I mean, the documentary was already in the pro- in, in the works before Kobe's yeah. Time passed.
1: yeah, I understand that but what I'm saying is I feel like that gave it more, more I feel like that might have gave him more like of a purpose to to go with it, like for him to come out and be like yo, some people are going to look at this and nah, dude, because you saw you saw the final cut and you were like <laughs> Damn. and it probably was like, yo, I need you to change that and they probably flex like, nah, like I'm sorry like we got to leave that in But he lied lied a few different times. But what kills me is Mike's a man. So regardless of what aura you have, like what the aura is or what um, level you have him on, like he's still a man, you know, like whatever pedestal, that's the word I was looking for. He's a man. So when a man has faults, you let him hold that. You don't make excuses for him. Just like you didn't make excuses for Kobe. Like Kobe was your guy. Like I I used to give you shit about it all the time. Like I respect Kobe's game. But there were things about his character that I was like, yo, that's massive. Like, like, I wouldn't rock with that. Like, it's not okay. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Like, me and Kobe are friends. I respect his craft. I respect his professionalism. I I respect the role he took as a dad, teacher, and bringing light to women's basketball and making that shit popular again. Like, Or helping helping making it more popular, I should say. Like, I respect all that, but, like, certain things that he did, yeah, like, that was some, some F-boy stuff. Like, you can't just act like it didn't happen. So with MJ, the MJ's whole thing is I did nothing wrong ever. This is what everybody else was doing, and me, I was just playing basketball. Like, stop it. <laughs> Bro, you were a state's witness. Like, you have to go testify to get yourself out of trouble for the shit you have like, stop it oh yeah the whole the whole gambling thing i mean
0: i mean let's let's talk about that for a little bit do you think that um would you think that mike really had a problem with gambling like an addiction or do you think it was just like or you believe what he said like um basically like it was just his part of his like competitive, competitive guy because <laughs> that, him, him blowing ten thousand dollars compared to the average person is really nothing you know what i'm saying
1: yeah, but that has that has nothing to do with addiction though like I'd say, yeah, he's addicted to it because you literally see every aspect of his life, even when he's playing golf, they're gambling on every shot. Like, like he's a gambler, but he just has the means to do it. So he's not a gambler that his house is in foreclosure, none of that. But yeah, he's a gambler. Like, mm-hmm. and like addiction's addiction, bro. So he's, he's just in a position where he was able to lose more than people normally can. But mm-hmm. for the dude he testified against, from all reports, that was his man. Like that was a dude that was seen with Mike on many occasions. And Mike didn't roll with people like that. You know what I'm saying? So, so you go in the whole 50, was it 57K? Yeah, I believe so. around, around there. Sounds like the sounds right. So Mike, Mike, Mike couldn't get 57K cash? He should have been able to. No doubt, but you decide to give a check. So now that check comes under scrutiny. And instead of just being like, no, I gave him like literally the only way that would have came back and hurt Mike is the dude he's te- testified against was like, yo, it was actually a gambling debt. He's saying it was a loan. Mike originally said it was a loan. And then they put pressure on Mike and he's like, I lied. I was scared. It was a gambling debt. Like, bro, you got a million dollar legal team. You got a 10 million, you got a hundred million dollar legal team. You couldn't beat the little gambling shit? I don't think he can. I think he only cared about getting himself out of out of whatever negative publicity he had, right? There. Like, but dog, nobody talks about that. Like, why is that okay?
0: Yeah, it's crazy. I, I really, I, I really didn't know much about his gambling
1: situation until the documentary ended. I never knew that. I, I never knew Mike got on the stand and testified as a state's witness against him. <laughs> I never knew that. How does that not change how you look at Mike? <clears throat>
0: Me, 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 it might play a role into the fact that like, like he's like considered the greatest of all time at his craft, and that would some people would have some problem with that, and it might affect the outlook on him. So you're right. Some so people, people can't separate the person and their craft for some reason. I don't know why, but some people can't. Cause do
1: Because because too many people have too many pairs of Jordans, they paid the group for. It's too late to call him a rat. <laughs> <laughs> you got 15 pairs of Jays right now, worth like. 10k, and yeah. you're not moving off that for nothing. So it's whatever, man. People, people just make choices. Like it's just different today. Like the whole, like being a being someone of stand up character doesn't really hold weight anymore.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It doesn't hold weight. Yeah, yeah. It's, nowadays, yeah, I, I'd agree. So as far as him, like. I, I just don't understand that, like, and, and for the fact that it got no media coverage, like, I mean, probably back then, but it's like people are, really let that go. Like, it shows the influence Mike has. Like, people don't want to piss off Mike by bringing these stories that are, that are negative about him. Yeah. So, did, he, you,
0: did you did you think that he shouldn't have went to Atlantic, Atlantic City with his pops during the playoffs against the Knicks? Um, yeah, no, that's fine. Like Yeah, I, I think that's fine. I mean, like, I mean wait, they said, said he came back around twelve thirty-one. The game wasn't until the next day. I mean, yeah, that did not really have that much effect on his game. Yo,
1: the game was the next night. They don't play playoff games at eight in the morning. Like, <laughs> yeah, like that that was definitely unfair. Like, but again, you're the biggest star in the world. Like, so what? People scrutinize you. Mm-hmm. Like this people at people are calling you a gambler. All right, so at least I'm not making up stories about you being with, like, some other woman or things like that. Like, come on, Mike. Just just eat it. Eat it and shut up. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, that's I mean, that was, that was crazy. Yeah. You didn't pee rose it. There's no, there's no allegations of MJ betting on basketball games. So it's like, yeah, it was just like an image thing that he was scared about that image hit. And for him to say that he didn't want to be a role model, that's all cap. Hmm.
0: Okay, so I was gonna get uh, talked about that. So why do you think why do you think that he's, he's capping there?
1: Hold on, repeat the question.
0: Why do you think that he was capping when he said that?
1: Oh. Um, all right. I got a couple I got a I got a simple example. Okay, yo, Michael Jordan is one of few athletes that actually have a slogan. What was Mike's slogan? Be like Mike? Bro, you had a whole Gatorade movement that every time you looked on the TV, it was you smiling around a bunch of little kids. If I could be like Mike and you got the nerve to come on and be like, I didn't want to be a role model. So, mm. so give me some feedback. Don't sell sneakers to kids, adults, women. Like the reason you built this fortune, this empire is from being a role model. So to get on TV and be like, I just want to play basketball. No, you got on TV and told all of us to be like you. Mm. Like, okay. I, If that's not a role model, like, bro, the only thing he didn't say was, I'm a role model. (laughs) There's a whole song that goes with it. There's a jingle. He's over here rubbing little kid's head like, good job, little guy. Be like Mike, but now you don't want to be a role model. All right, you're a billionaire. Give the bread back. Give the bread back back to the hood since the hood made you a billionaire.
0: I mean, all right, so, I mean, Maybe initially he wanted to be, but then seeing the burden that comes along, I mean, seeing the responsibility that comes along with it, it probably took a toll on him, the fame and the fortune. I mean, he probably never envisioned
1: that it would do that. I I agree. I agree. But again, I feel like it was irresponsible for the person doing the interview to not follow up with that question. Like, okay, you didn't want to be a role model. That means you would sacrifice the Jordan Empire, the Gatorade, all the bread. Like, you wouldn't be in the position you are right now. You wouldn't be a team owner right now. So would you really trade all that? He mm. probably, probably wouldn't. Keep, keep it funky. Like, you're talking you talking out the side of your mouth. Like, no, oh, that, that that shit's cap. I don't buy that one. Like, I mean, me if,
0: personally, like, if I ever had kids, yo, I, 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 I've always said this to myself. I would never want my kid to use an athlete as a role model. And, and st- instead, I would rather them look up to somebody who they actually know, like someone who's in the community. Whether it's yo, somebody who's being, who's being gracious and giving back to the community, yo, being like you know, a said, public figure in the community. The
1: I said the same thing because I don't have kids either, but I might do it. If I had a son, the only person I can really see myself pointing to and say, do what he does is LeBron. And LeBron mm-hmm. gets killed. LeBron gets killed for everything he does. But you know what he does? He takes a stand against, against issues, whether they're racial or whatever. Uh, at at risk of his own brand, he still takes that stance and draws a line and lets you know where he stands. Hmm. Jordan, Republicans wear sneakers too. <laughs> Come on, I mean, bro. If you'd be like you respect Muhammad Ali and what he did, but you didn't want to be a role model, but you went and made the Gatorade commercial, be like Mike. Like, bro, that's just all bad, yo. It's I mean, all bad. I
0: mean, it, it doesn't really look good. I would say that. Um, I mean, I mean, that's why I commend LeBron. Like, for somebody who's been in the league, what, a 17 season right now, um, to basically be as flawless as an athlete you can be. I mean, the only th- issue that people really took with LeBron, I would say, is how he handled the decision this of leaving um,
1: Cleveland, to go to so, South no. Beach. But that was nothing. So, E, you tell me, right? I'm in what? high school, 17 years old, okay. and Nike Nike gives me 90 million dollars to play basketball. Yep. What do you think happens to me? What do you mean? I'd be dead, bro. Okay. 17 years old, with the mentality that I had, the people that were around me. Oh, okay. $90 million, bro. Dog, like, I'm not interested in basketball no more. Like, 90 million? So to have all those expectations and to still surpass them, not have any major scandals, um, mm-hmm. no domestics, no drug anything. Yeah, Don't be caught at the club getting into any fights. Married his high school sweetheart and gave her all the babies. Like, and he takes a political stance when things messed up. He's willing to get in front of the microphone and say, yo, that's wrong. Mm-hmm. Police police shouldn't be killing people unarmed. That's wrong. He don't say Republicans don't wear sneakers, but he gets killed more than MJ. Mm. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Like
0: I said, like, I commend LeBron, man. It's crazy. I mean, even though he did, he did catch a little heat earlier this summer with the whole, I mean, the whole issue with um, Daryl Morey yo, taking the the Hong Kong thing, because people yo, start saying, "Well, why are you, why are you getting mad at him for doing that when you've been you're pretty vocal yourself about political
1: issues?" But at the no same, thing, so, so they are mad at LeBron about China, but literally what he said was, "Yo, yo, yo, let's let's see where this is going." He didn't mm-hmm. defend. Him. He just didn't make a statement to be like, I don't mess with China. Okay, dog, how many people got killed for Jays? Jordan's ever come on and say anything about that? Yo, Jordan's releasing Jordan's during the pandemic, bro. Yeah, yeah. Come on. I, I, I tried a couple of this morning. And I did it. pan out. See, yeah. I'm glad you I'm glad. Good. You don't need them shits, yo. Don't, don't support that. Yo, don't support it, yo. For real, like. Whatever Jays I have, I just have. I'm not giving any new money to that because it doesn't make sense, yo. You don't care about black people.
0: I mean, see, I see, I mean I wouldn't go that far. Hey, here's my thing though too. I feel like everybody on this earth has a calling and what this and what they're supposed to do. I mean, maybe Mike, Mike Mike maybe Mike is right that he wasn't supposed to be a political guy, a political activist, such as like uh, Muhammad Ali. I'm not gonna knock him for it. I remember. Nah, being nah. I remember reading an article seven, several years ago, right on ESPN, uh, on the website. Um, they were talking about like a lot of people don't don't know about Mike, like what he did with the organization. He put a lot of black people in position, in positions in the that they would never necessarily get in any other organization. On the Hornets organization, I mean, right, he, he man, was behind so, the scenes.
1: So I'm gonna push back against that, right? Okay, you have the power to influence actual change, but you he choose does. not to. Because it might hurt your image. So you secretly help. You know what that's that's like to me? That's like Obama being in office and not making any actual policy changes that would affect the prison reform system, but you're secretly just signing away and releasing people. Okay, let's say you release 150 people. So what? Those same people can get rearrested with that same shit they went to jail for, bro. Like, mm-hmm. the, the using your platform is more important than the secret giving you. Like, I don't. I don't care about that. Like, that still does nothing. Like, so you set up someone to be on that stage, and some racist shit happens, and they get him out of there. And then what? You just you gave him an opportunity? How about you inflict actual change to make sure that person's spot is secure and people who look like him? It got to matter to you, man. Like, it didn't matter to him. So end of the day, like, why are we just making a man rich who doesn't care what happens in our communities? Like, yo, Mike, Mike, did there ain't you know, an OJ? OJ wasn't black until he got a case. Nah, he nah, nah. He, he ain't right. OJ, man. Really? Yeah. So, MJ, okay, there's no domestics with, with MJ and OJ. Like, I'm not making the violent. No, no, no no, 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 no. I
0: know what you mean. I'm talking well, about, OJ
1: said,
2: them, OJ really said. about
1: them not caring about us, not worrying about our community at all. But when it benefits them, they come right to us when they need to sell stuff, dog. Like, that's MJ. OJ. No, he, I mean, I mean, I mean, but OJ's a little he, extreme, though. Look what they're doing to me, black people! Look what they're doing to me! I need help. Like that's that's the MJ thing, man. Like MJ rather be on that side. He'd rather be on that side of things, dude. Like yo, do you remember when they had the the um, the NBA was was um the what's that what's that agreement the with the players association? Uh, Which one? The basically the 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 shit they renegotiate like every five years. CBA? The CBA. So do you remember yep. when the players were trying to get a bigger push on the CBA and Derek Fisher was uh, the president? And then he made the promise to MJ and them that he'd get it down to like 50%. But MJ was part of a group of owners. He was leading it. That was blocking the players from getting a bigger revenue shit. And mm-hmm. he literally came out and said, I don't think the players should make what I made when I played. How long ago was this? Never? This was during that that CBA. So whenever okay. that CBA was, when Derek Fisher was the president of the CBA, yo, Jordan does not care, bro. He's a terrible owner. He don't want to pay, want to pay nobody. So you tell me if LeBron or Kobe was the owner of an organization, everybody wouldn't want to play for them? Yeah. And they wouldn't pay guys? Like, you wouldn't have a max guy? Imagine LeBron or Kobe having a team and you don't have a max guy on your roster. Mm-hmm. Come on, darling. Like, you did... uh, don't want to win, man.
0: <laughs> I mean, eh. I mean, but, but the whole OJ thing, though. I mean, OJ literally said, I'm not black. I'm OJ. I mean, that's crazy <laughs> to me. I, I think, I think it it's
1: crazy is. to compare him to it. Mike. It is, like, it is. So I, I guess. Okay. So yeah, I'll, I'll take that. Was a little over. No, 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 no. That but I can see where you're money. coming from. I can see it. But I'm like, ah, uh, that's a little extreme right there. It's a little more emotional. But you know what? I'm gonna shout out somebody else right now. Alan Iverson. Hood. Okay. Alan Iverson did his lifetime Reebok deal, but he didn't take too many other endorsements. I can't even really think of other endorsements that he had. But AI mm-hmm. came out and publicly said these companies don't do nothing for the hood, so I don't need nothing to do with them. Like Campbell's Soup, what does Campbell's Soup do for anybody in Philadelphia or in Virginia? Mm. I'm good. Like, he didn't take none of those endorsements. He didn't come out and be like, be like me. He just went out and did him, and people tried to be him. Mm. So it's, where you stand is very important, man, because at the end of the day, I remember, I don't remember where I heard this from, um, but it's like, you don't want to be on the wrong side of history. So whatever stance you take now, just understand 20, 30 years from now, when they look back and they examine this, you don't want to be on the side of the people that they consider real effed up. Hmm. Just like all okay. just like okay. like like right like, like right, I think that's where they got it from the with the whole Trump thing. Not to even get too political, but it was exactly. like all you people right now out here supporting Trump, just understand. When this is reviewed 20 years from now, you guys are going to be on the wrong side of history and everyone's going to be backing away from it. like Bush. Bush has so much support. The minute the minute Bush left office, nobody wanted to stand next to George Bush. All the Republicans was like, yo, we didn't, <laughs> we didn't agree with that. Okay. So yeah. Nah, okay. he loses his power, they're all going to back away from you. Mm-hmm. Okay, now nah, you're real. I mean, okay,
0: so let's just say, um, for example, I'm like, to get back on the MJ with the whole political. Have not really taken a stance um, on political issues. All right, so let's say that I mean, there's a lot of people that I know. I don't, Maybe you know the type of people too, right? Who who would support like who, who would support Black Lives Matter, right? The whole movement, some, a movement like that. But they wouldn't necessarily be on the forefront marching and protesting. I mean,
1: is that bad itself? You know what I'm saying? Nah. So end of the day. I don't, I'm not gonna, it doesn't make sense to me for for you to backdoor publicly fund this and not stand. So you don't gotta stand outside and wear t-shirts and hold signs, but you can literally Mm -hmm. make a statement like I stand with them. That has a lot of power and a lot of influence for you to make that statement. Like These aren't a bunch of crazy people. They're actually people I agree with their thinking on this. Nah, I'm not gonna say nothing. I'm gonna secretly just do stuff. So the one time I could actually say that I was impressed by someone not speaking out and what they did quietly was the whole Jay-Z and Beyonce during the Occupy Wall Street. Hmm. Uh, when there was a uh, remember when the people was just camping outside and said they refused to leave. Okay. And then there was mad people getting arrested, and a lot of them were people of color. So Jay-Z and Beyonce was actually bailing mad people out, like a good majority of the people that was getting locked up. They literally Damn. yo, like that was dope. That was dope. So so stuff like that, I guess, I could, I don't see Mike ever doing something like that. Keep it funky.
0: <laughs> so how did you feel about whole with the whole um, Ronda Goodell NFL collaboration? Like, I felt like, here's my stand on that. I felt that from the outside looking in, it wasn't really a good look to be like all oh, buddy, buddy with Goodell. But at the same time, like, I think critically, unlike a lot of people in this realm. So I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to knock him until I see what's actually done and know, like, the whole backstory and what's going on. But a lot of people were, were killing Hov for that move, which I didn't really think was
1: fair. I was, yes. mad. I was mad at Hov because, again, the optics of it, he let them play him. He, mm-hmm. let them, he, he He went and sat in the couch next to Roger Goodell. Someone said something funny. And he let them air that picture out. Like it's him and Mark Jadell sitting down having a good old time, just like boy. boys. Like, bro, Jay-Z led the whole charge of before that the year before that, nobody performed at the Super Bowl. Like that was that was Jay's chart. Like Jay was the one pushing that. Like, yo, we're not rocking with it. We're not rocking with it. And now all of a sudden, yo, Jay-Z's gonna decide who performs at the Super Bowl. Like, huh? Like, I thought we wasn't rocking with it. Like, what the- But the thing that people killed him about that I didn't agree with is he didn't include Kaepernick. I'm like, listen, I stand with Kaepernick, but Kaepernick's made a lot of funny decisions that he didn't clear with anybody. So for Jay-Z to have been a supporter of Cap and Kat make moves and don't feel like he got to clear with Jay-Z, all right, so I'm making moves that I feel like I don't got to clear with you either. So I'm not mad at that. But the optics (laughs) look bad, yo.
0: I mean it, it, they do like, like a lot of people just feel like if you if you like go against like Colin Kapnick in any shape or way that you're like against him it's not necessarily true. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Everybody moves a different way,
1: I feel. Yo so the best example was yo all the people that gave Colin Kaepernick support when he got his bread and signed that non-disclosure agreement. did he call Jay-Z and tell Jay-Z like yo, this is what I'm about to do? I don't think so. So why yeah. would they call him like, "Yo, I'm about to get this deal with the NFL"? Like, it's not your business. You made it clear, like. So I'm not mad at Cat, but how he moved, I really didn't appreciate. Like the whole NBA thing. Like this was supposed to be bigger than bread. Nike gave <laughs> you bread already, so it wasn't like you were just out here stopping. Like Nike gave you bread. So oh,
0: so you so you was against that whole the whole um
1: taking I'm the settlement. Be, absolutely, I was against the NBA. If this was supposed to be bigger than money. You got to the point where a judge allowed you to move forward and was issuing subpoenas and you were going to have the owners on a witness stand and, yo, E, once you get in that chair, I could ask you anything, bro. Yeah. Like, the judge might have to tell me to read the, like, to stay focused on this subject, but yo, I can get you on record for anything. That's power and they're scared. And right after that, Cap gets his bread and signs an NDA. I'm like, the NBA is the only thing I had a problem with. Cap deserves his bread. But the NBA is what I had a problem with. Like, this is supposed to be bigger than football.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah, it was a t- tough situation. Honestly, I didn't read too much. I didn't read that. Like, like, I don't really know too much about that NBA um, situation. Um, but, yeah. The outside looking yeah, that doesn't look good. We,
1: we don't know the number. We don't know nothing. Like, we have no idea what was included in the agreement. But it was like, dude, we was all here riding for you, yo, like. so it's it's
0: Well, again, I'm pretty sure with that agreement, he can't really speak, of, speak on that ever. Yeah, but that's, mean,
1: the I'm that's the whole point. Y'all want to cut me a check for services I'm owed? That's fine. But you want me to sign a piece of paper saying if I ever speak about it, you're going to come get this bread and some more? Hell no, I'm not saying mm-hmm. that. We can move forward because you guys are about to get exposed. Or not. Like, it, it, I don't know. But again, it's it's not my decision to make, but the NBA is something that I felt was detrimental to his movement and what he stood for. Mm-hmm. So you signed a secret deal with these old men who were secretly blackballing. Okay.
0: And then he's still trying to even trying to after that trying to attempt to get back into the league.
1: Yeah, like it just to me was weird. Like at this point, I'm just like, yo, go sit down somewhere, bro. Like you gotta just go sit down. You and your afro need to just go sit down somewhere.
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, I support, I support Cap and what he was doing. Um, yeah, I mean, my thing is just black people who always just think like we, we all gotta like move the same way on certain issues, and like, and then if they don't, then they're like Uncle Toms and sellouts. It's just it's, it's corny to me. No, I know? agree. I agree. I mean, everybody's different, man, and go about things a different way.
1: man um, but y'all uh, we can take a quick break and we'll come back and talk uh some more about that at uh, the documentary we gotta talk about dream team and Jordan lying about Isaiah oh uh, yeah'll we'll, we'll, we'll get into it <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, so about a minute and 20 seconds into the second half of this podcast, we did experience some uh technical difficulties, and I do apologize in advance, but uh that's what happens sometimes with technology. But nonetheless, let's get back into it. All right, so did Mike really lie about Isaiah? Did you think Mike really lied about Isaiah? I mean, I mean it was clear, like I mean, it was clear in the documentary that it wasn't really Mike who had a problem with him, it was a lot of people who had a problem with him. Primarily the people that he beat. Bird, Magic.
1: And oh, he didn't no. want them on the team. Oh, no doubt. But what I'm saying is, it wasn't just Mike. For Mike to be like, I had nothing to do with it. We didn't even have a conversation about it. Nobody asked me. No, you literally just got on the board and said, you got on the phone. And they said, he said, who's going to be there? And the response is, the guy that you're thinking about, he's not going to be there. All right, cool. Huh? So you didn't talk about Isaiah? Why? Because you didn't say his name? <laughs> <laughs> Doug, like, was, come on, E, help me out. What was that?
2: I mean, it's, it's so ridiculous had to think no
1: that. Him. that so he had no play at all. So you were, were part, no play. so you were part of the group of people that didn't want him there. So just say that shit or whatever. But to be like, yo, I had absolutely nothing to do with it. Like, nah, what do you mean, dog? Like, you definitely did. You and other people. Karl Malone didn't fuck with him. Magic didn't fuck with him. Dog, his own coach didn't have him on the team. Like you can say all that, but to be like yo, I had nothing to do with it, and we never had a conversation. So at the end of the day, we get it. You none of y'all liked him. Karl Malone didn't like him. Scotty didn't like him. His own coach didn't like him. Like I, well, I can't say didn't like him, but his own coach was the was the coach of the dream team. So if your own coach ain't fighting for the best player on his team to be there, some should tell you guys ain't rocking with you. But the problem is for Jordan to come out and be like, I had nothing to do with it. They're like, nah. You'd be like, I wasn't solely responsible. A lot of people shared my sentiments on Isaiah. We just wasn't a, a fan of him and we didn't want to be around him like that. Now, well, whoa, well, well, let's
0: say let's say um if the what the people who put the team together, put the roster together, they decided that it would be it would be best for Isaiah not to be there because of the whole Mike situation and bird and magic, whatever. I mean, no that, means he, that means he directly didn't have responsible as responsible for that. Yeah, not I'm, not
1: saying he, I'm not saying he's directly responsible. For him to oh. absolve himself like he had nothing to do with it and say, I never had a conversation about it. Like, yo, you just disclosed the details of the conversation. You just didn't <laughs> use his name. You, hmm. just, you just didn't use his conversation. Whether it was quick or short, like, like if that's something even on my mind, it lets the person on the other end of the phone know this might make or break me playing with you. Mm. Like, that's clear. So certain things don't need to be said to be understood. Like, that's clear. Like, I'm asking because if he's rocking, I don't know if I'm in. But I never had to say it because, you know, the conversation was quick. you Yo, that guy? Yeah, he ain't coming. Oh, all right. Cool.
0: <laughs> oh, man.
1: Yo, but the dream um, was special, man. And- I'm not even saying that Isaiah deserved to be there, though. Like, as far as his talent, yeah. But, again, for someone who even coaches, like, youth sports, like young kids, I can't take the 12 most talented kids. I got to take 12 kids that can play as a unit. You know what I'm saying? So, regardless of how that works out, somebody – and, again, there's been kids that have had terrible attitudes, but it have been Nasty. But they're like, you know what? Your attitude will stop us from getting to where we need to be. I can't have you on the team. like, And you could probably beat everybody on the team one-on-one. But we don't play one-on-one.
2: Hmm.
1: Yeah, that's true, man. Yeah, like when you, you
0: put a team to it, there's a lot more that goes into a, a team composition than just uh, talent,
1: camaraderie. Like, you know? Isaiah, Isaiah was a scoring point guard. So granted, he d up. Like he definitely played defense. But yo, he was a scoring point guard. You had nothing but scores on the dream team. Like, you needed a distributor. John Stockton was a distributor. Yeah. Like, really, his job is to distribute to one of the greatest power forwards of all time. Who also happens to be on that. Like, So, again, I'm not knocking John Stockton like he was a bum. Like, was he a better basketball player than Isaiah? I don't know. Was he a better fit for an all-star team? Absolutely. Like, it, it wasn't designed for Isaiah to come down and go close to close. You know what I'm saying mm-hmm. no. Like said, so that that was my that was my take on it. So Isaiah is better than John Stockton, but I don't think he deserved to be on the team over him just because he was better than him. It's like your attitude made you a shitty teammate. And granted, what Isaiah said about Mike, I believe was was ill. Like we've never had a problem or conversation off the court. Like it was just basketball. I was trying to win, so I respect that. But also understand that you rub people the wrong way, and because of how people perceive you to be as a man, people don't want to be around you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, people just don't want to be around you. So, granted, you had a great career, but this right here, we have to go out of the country and actually enjoy being around each other. And there's five people here who don't fuck with you. (laughs) You're supposed to be the point guy. So... I don't know, man. I, I didn't. I, I I don't see Isaiah meshing with that team, especially considering that so many people didn't like him. Yeah. No, nah, he definitely he definitely def- def- would have been a
0: um would have been an odd fit in that group. Like now, realistically, once no, you see the whole backstory, you, got to, you got to understand really why he wasn't selected to be on the Dream yeah. Team. You have a good understanding now,
1: dude, dude. And you got to understand his head coach was the coach of the Dream Team. He's probably like, yeah, like you know what. He's a little hard to handle. Like, he's he's an he's a alpha dog, and we don't need an alpha dog at the point guard here. We have too many alphas already. Mm, yeah. Yeah, Jordan, Pippen, Barkley, Malone. A lot of a lot of bucket getters right there. So, you
0: they,
1: so they, they, know, they, they 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 Yo, I'm tired no, of the conversation. I feel like the real conversation that needs to be had is Shaq. Like, Shaq being left off the Dream Team. Well, I mean,
0: we all know why he was left off the dream team. I mean, in retrospect, hell no, he shouldn't have been left off, but Christian Leighton was like the next Larry Bird coming in. Yeah, uh, I I know,
1: but regardless, we're not comparing him to Sean Kemp or any other power forwards. We're comparing him to Young Shaq, bro. Yeah. Like, you tell me you could look at Young Shaq and think anybody around the world had an answer for that? Mm -hmm. Like, when you think about just matchups. So, who's the best big man in another country? Literally, just name the best big man in the other country and match him against Shaq. Come on, bro. It's cool. Like, that was a no-brainer. That was a no-brainer, yo. Like, I'm going to play the race card on that one. They have to have the white guy. <laughs> they need more white guys. Yo, it's an American team, yo. We need more white guys. <laughs> yo, know, I mean, you're probably – honestly, you're probably right. It probably was a race card in that situation, too. Played a role in that. It's a, it's a percentage thing. Like, dude, we can't go into other countries with at least – Not 25% of our players being white. (laughs) I I see it. Because literally, it's people's jobs to think about shit like that. Yeah. And then,
0: then of course, in the following, um, the draft, 92 draft, uh, Shaq definitely, Shaq went number one. I think, but Leightner was a top three pick. I think it was Shaq, Malone, not Malone, Shaq, Mourning, and Leightner. I'm pretty sure those are the top three.
1: But I know Shaq went went number
0: one. I can't remember where Leitner fell. I know someone who should
1: have been. I know someone who should have been on over Shaq, Keep Leightner. Karl Malone. Hmm. Put put Shaq over Karl Malone. Really? And not and and not because of skill, not because of basketball, because the fact that Karl Malone's nasty and shouldn't have been in the NBA anyway. Oh. That dude should have been. Oh yeah. That dude's. He's a pedophile. Now, nah, like I can't look at Carmelo the same way no more. Like Carmelo's nasty, bro. Oh, we're not even talking about a high school girl. We're talking about a middle school girl. Yeah, uh,
0: yeah. I mean, I, 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 I've heard that story before. I'm like, uh, which probably, will, call- which probably will believe while he's like really like not, not really out there like that at all.
1: Paul a, Scott, college a college superstar on his way to the league impregnates a 13 year old middle school girl, and then denies it. Goes to court find out he's the dad, and then says I'm too broke to pay child support while he's in the NBA. Mm. And then paid a one-time payment and signed away his his parental rights. It was like, I don't want nothing to do with this. And funny story, that son ended up going to the NFL. Really? Yeah. Like, they don't rock with each other. But, yeah, his son ended up going pro. And, yeah, it it was crazy. But when you hear stuff like that, I'm like, dog, so – if social media was around today the way it was back then, Carmelo would have never made it on that. He, he probably would, would be out the league. Nah, he would. He would. And that's what I'm saying. Like, Doug, nobody talks about it. Like, it's it's like an open secret. Like, a 13-year-old, bro, he was 20 or 21. Yeah, yeah. I I I, I read about it a little
0: bit. I'm like, really? Like, And, I mean, and again, I, I think that's probably a reason why he's really
1: been low-key. Post-binary. Absolutely. Absolutely. He stays out the way. And what happened? He got in the news again because he was he was shooting his shot at Vanessa Bryant. Oh, yeah. Did, did, come didn't on. They, did, didn't they get in a fight? They almost got into it. Oh, Kobe yeah. Had to, yeah, Kobe had to check him. Like, come on, dog, Don't do that. I have security take you in the back. With <laughs> <laughs> this is my house. <laughs> Uh, yeah,
0: that's a crazy situation, man. What'd you think about uh, Tony Kukoc and his whole uh, situation in the, in the docuseries? I felt like he was an innocent bystander. I mean, he and, was. it's not his fault that Cross wanted him heavy,
1: but Jordan he took it out on him. <laughs> Tony Kukoc's story, when he talked about it, was like, yo, listen, I'm in a war torn country. I don't know what's going on in the U.S., I don't know if Scotty's not getting no money, I don't know if this is happening. <laughs> like, I just can't believe basketball, yo. I literally had a good laugh when I saw that part of the interview. Like and I felt it was genuine. Like, bro, I'm just coming to America. Mind you, I'm escaping a war to come to America to play basketball. Man, like I'm in. I'm mm-hmm. playing with the greatest players in the world. And they don't fuck with me. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you yo, so for him for him to persevere through that and still have the career he had, I give Kukos way more respect than I did before. Mm. Like when you could mind you, you come in and Michael Jordan is making it clear that he don't rock with you. And you still ball. Come on, man. I gotta give Kuko's credit. But it's crazy
0: that he got some money than Scottie, though. That's crazy. Yeah, that's wild, man. I mean, I mean, that just goes back to the to to, to the viewers. Like you could see why Mike and Pippen didn't really rock with Krause. Like he was he was fawning over somebody overseas when his players right now we're, we're winning championships, like, dominant in the league, but he's worried about cool. the future, saying how, the, how Tony Cook is going to be the future of the Bulls. It was just crazy. Like. How about
1: the shot Jordan took at him in the locker room with the cigar? Oh, <laughs> Whoa. That one gave me a good laugh, too, when MJ was like, yo, give me that cigar. You don't want to smoke that. Stumps your growth.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Poor Kukos, man. He was definitely getting bullied. But again, by no no fault of his own, only for
1: But on the other side of that, again, this quarantine 2020 has me thinking more positively. So you always got to find like a positive something out of a negative interaction. Will Kukos be the same player if he didn't have to prove to Mike and Scotty that he belonged? Nah, no way. If he just got to come over here and play basketball, he probably wouldn't be Kukos. But he had to really go over there and show them that I'm here and I ain't going nowhere. Mm. So, I respect Cool Coach. I always liked him.
0: Nah, I mean he was definitely definitely a good role player. I mean, but I feel like he was like what, what in terms of Kraus saying like he was going to be the future of the Bulls. uh that maybe in this era he could he could be a lot better in this in this era of basketball
1: would be more impactful. He was one of the first tall, like really tall dudes that was actually shooting the ball consistently, like. You're supposed to be going to the basketball. Like, nah, Kukoc was out there shooting. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, he, he had game for sure. I, I
0: think he's in the Basketball Hall of Fame. Obviously, more, more so because of his play overseas.
1: Uh, everybody's the- in
2: the Hall of Fame.
1: Yeah, wait, what's your whole take on, on the Basketball Hall of Fame? I think it's crap. I think the NBA needs their own Hall of Fame.
0: Okay, now, see, I don't think it's crap. But, yes, the, M- the NBA definitely needs its own Hall of
1: Fame because the lines are kind of blurred. Um, with with, the That's why I I think it's crap, though. Like, the lines can't be blurred. Like, it's supposed to be greatness in here. Like, literally, everybody in here should be in here for greatness. Vladi Divac is not the Basketball Hall of Fame, bro. Well, I I was going to get there. The Vladi. But
0: again, that's more so overseas than the NBA, which is why the NBA needs their own Basketball Hall of Fame, because we got to differentiate the two. It's just crazy. So I think you could
1: have... You could have high school, college, and international thing be a different category, but the actual NBA, the NBA needs its own hall of greatness. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. I agree. People play basketball all over the world, but it's not the NBA. Uh-huh. Like,
2: yeah,
1: you, like, can't get, you can't get an NFL Hall of Fame jacket for playing in Canadian Football League. Hmm. It's a game.
0: Yeah, I mean, cause like, um, I, I found out recently. I think it was last week, and I found out that like even high schools taking in consideration, um, with uh the Hall of Fame selection. Cause I asked them um, in a sports group on Facebook, I, I I put, yo, do y'all think Derrick Rose is gonna be a Hall of Famer? And she was like, he's gonna get in because I mean, he got an MVP award in the league, he killed in college, and he killed in high school. I'm like, wait, they take high school consideration? She's like, yeah, they take high school considerations consideration. Oh, yeah, so, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. He he, Rose like get in the Hall he, of Fame.
1: He lost the national championship in college by what a point, two points. Yeah, something like that. Some crazy. Uh, that was a great, game. great <laughs> game.
0: But My thing was like he's gonna make it in because I feel like with Derrick Rose, I mean, if he didn't make it in there, I think he'd probably be the only league MVP that never got in, and he's the youngest to, to get the award still to this day. So I felt like that already. He like it's gonna be hard for him to get in. Like probably won't be first ballot, but over time no. he's gonna get in the Hall of Fame. I was, I, was talking, Divac, I, was, I was thinking about NBA career, not even college or high school.
1: If Lottie Divac is in the Hall of Fame, Derrick Rose has a place. <laughs> dude, Draymond Green is gonna go to the damn Hall of Fame. Yeah,
0: and, 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 and that's crazy.
1: That's crazy to me, but I, I know I know it's gonna happen. Triple single. Triple single.
0: <laughs> I was I was trying to tell dude I was telling dudes like even like I think like a month ago on Facebook I'm like I'm not saying I agree with that I would agree that he should be in there but. Know how the Hall of Fame works. He's going to get it done. He has three rings, a defensive player of the year award, Olympic gold medal. He, he's going to get in the Hall of Fame. It's not going to be, like, instant first ballot, but he's going to get in the Hall of Fame eventually. Oh, like, I'm not bugging Yo, he does He does have a gold medal. Oh, my God. Yeah. 2016, he was on the team, and he got a gold medal. He's going to get in the yeah. Hall of Fame.
1: Yeah. Draymond Green is terrible, yo.
0: <laughs> yo and and P- oh, so, great segue because I, this is what I wanted to talk about in the documentary. Charles Barkley, a lot of the a lot of people, the younger generation, they look at Charles Barkley being like you know animated, funny. But I mean, great, great on air personality with him, Shaq, Earl, and uh, and Kenny. Um, but people really forget just how how dominant he was in the league. I mean, he won an MVP in the Jordan era. Jordan's peak won an MVP. Brought his, Brought his team to the finals. Best record in the league that season. And like, take, remember, remember um Barkley, not Barkley, Draymond was talking basically about how uh, Barkley can't be in the conversation with him because he got no rings. Um, he can't come and sit at this table. Like, like not, not, this ring culture thing is getting a little out of hand. No, because it's people way are out of the, hand. because people aren't providing hand. context with this. You know what I'm saying? Was 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 Draymond ever the best player on his team? No.
1: Yo. Like, this was was Draymond ever a top three option on his team? I'd say no, because even before they got KD, Igwadala was the third option. Or oh, even Harrison Barnes might have been an option before him. Harrison Barnes, you know what I mean? So like the whole like Charles Barkley, I hate him post basketball. As a really? basketball player, as a baseball player, one of my favorite players of all time. Hmm. One of my favorite, yo. Like I love watching Barkley. Barkley was a bully. Barkley was out there shooting threes. He was out there banging on dudes. He was six foot four and a half. Like, Barkley's a beast. Playing like but he was six foot. <laughs> but Barkley, but post-basketball, is on his Jordan, I don't like black people stuff. Dog. Like, I, I'm a, I'm set with Barkley. Oh, like, okay, okay. I'm upset with Barkley. Anytime Barkley starts talking about anything other than basketball, I change the champ.
0: Okay. I, I I was thinking you, you were talking about, like, just basketball of basketball. Okay. I mean, uh, his politics is a little...
1: Listen, to tell dudes uh, if dudes stop if dudes stop resisting and stop getting shot, I don't fuck with Barkley, bro. Wait, wait. Did he say that? Not in those exact words, but yeah. Like, he said a lot of shit like that. Mm-hmm. Right. He loves the cops. Barkley loves the police, you know? Oh, wow. I, 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 that's, I, that's wild. If you, said, if, if you said anything remotely close to that, that's wild. Yeah, I'm good, man. But As a player, <laughs> as a player, that dude was a monster. Yo. Him and KJ, Dan Marley, they was on fire.
0: Like, like, yeah, exactly. I don't think a lot of people like realize just when, like, how good, how good that um that Phoenix Suns team was. They had what sixty two and I think there was sixty two and twenty
1: that year. Best I I'm, I'm gonna bring, bring it back. Remember NBA Jam? Yeah. NBA Jam te. Yo, the two teams I played with the most, Phoenix Suns. KJ and Barkley, and Seattle with Peyton and and, Sean Kent.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Like, those are the two teams I always play with when I play NBA Jam, yo. Like, Barkley was one of my favorite players, yo. It broke my heart when he became, like, a sportscaster and just started talking nonsense. And it's like, anything bad that happens around the country involving black people, you get on your Stephen A. Smith shit and just start disparaging black people. Like, hmm. Yeah, I don't fuck with none of Stephen A. they're all in the same category. <laughs> I mean, well,
0: you know what? I mean, I, I don't, I don't agree with everything Barkley says, like you know, in his commentary. But I mean, I, I, I respect him, and even, and, and, and even MJ, in the sense that in this world that we live in, where people are so, so scared to go against the grain because of like so this, this like, perception that people have on social media that everybody's perfect, and they gotta like. Conform to
1: one way of thinking. Yeah, I, I respect uh, them. I don't agree with them all the time, but I respect it. Yo, now I see uh, the reason I say I can't because Barkley's one of them dudes where I feel like if he grew up during this time, he'd have walked a different line because he'd have made more money. Like they weren't making the same money for endorsements back then. So they got to say whatever the hell they wanted. When companies come to $100 million, you got to do a whole lot of shutting up. Then they had the same endorsements back then. I think it would be way different. I don't think Barkley would have been as outspoken as he is today, because he he he'd, he'd have been on his mic shit where you have
0: a lot more. I, I mean, how many how much adjustment did Barkley have when he's playing career outside of Nike? I can't, I can't. Oh, there was another company hit way. I think it was Right Guard. He did yes. have Right Guard commercial.
1: Yeah. So what I'm saying is there wasn't a, a plethora of people to hit him up like, yo, you can't say that. You can't mm-hmm. say. that. Like everybody today, you go make the you go put the wrong tweet up. Some rep is calling from your endorsement company. Like, hey, 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 um, we gotta clean this up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You 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 got you got to delete that. All, yeah, all it's, it's already
0: it's already circulated. I already got screenshot.
1: Like like what pisses me off about Barkley is when he talks about players today being so sensitive. I'm like, yo, when you played, the platform you're on now didn't exist. Hmm. So a player like Devale McGee. Every time you put it on inside the NBA, like literally for like a two-year stretch, it was JaVale McGee jokes. Mm. It's like, so you're telling me that I don't have every right to run down on you when I see you and punch you in the face? That's being sensitive? <laughs> Bro, imagine Barkley. Imagine Barkley being a player and someone like Barkley commenting on him after every game. What happens when Barkley sees that guy? He's I mean, snuffing him. That guy's going the window. He's snuffing him. He's going through a window, but now, Barkley, oh, guys are too sensitive. Nah, the platform you're on didn't exist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, th- that's
0: one thing that I'll, always the uh, um, I'll, I'll defend athletes of today with, um, like, like you said, there wasn't this 24 seven media cycle where athletes are constantly getting critiqued on every little thing they do on the court and off the court, even the moves yeah, they yeah, make. That's so about, so KD said I'm like nah I'm I'm not gonna go that far because these
1: athletes didn't past athletes didn't have to deal with what these dudes doing today and Barkley talking about like off the court stuff like cut it out yo Barkley's throwing dudes through windows Barkley's got arrested for prostitution Um, drunk driving like stop it yo like you're not no model of nothing like stop passing judgment on people when you're the worst (laughs) yeah man I mean mean, that's why even
0: like why even, like, big up LeBron even more, like, in this era of social media? Where, like, he's been able to – I mean, if there's ever been a, a flawless celebrity athlete, he comes damn near close. Like, it's crazy. Remember when LeBron went at Barkley? Well, are, are you talking about when – I think you're talking about – no, hold on. I think you're talking about when Barkley was – particularly LeBron, because he said that the Cavs – I think it's just 2017 when they said the Cavs need more playmakers than LeBron, then Barkley could tip 10. Then he
1: the, 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 the came at him saying, like, I never threw nobody through the window. I never had. I never told a kid I'm not a role model. Yeah, yeah. No, and listen, LeBron had more heat. Yo, LeBron had his shit in the chamber ready to go. So if Barkley kept going, LeBron would have dropped some fucking fire. Like, it would have been crazy. But, yeah, like. You don't get to just sit up here and pass judgment on me. I haven't done none of the stuff you did. I literally played basketball. I've been way more successful at it than you. So the nerve of you up here talking about, I need to do more. You should have did more. <laughs>
0: now, 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 see, LeBron can take that stand. Someone like Draymond really can't.
1: He can't. He can't, yo. Like, <laughs> Draymond got to do a whole lot of up. Draymond's the reason KD's in New York right now. <laughs> Not the main reason, but a big part of the reason. It's like, yo, someone else on the team didn't slap him on. Like, yo, at some point, you just got to shut up. Like, you can't just encourage that behavior because sometimes he goes too far. And times like that, he went too far. Well, I mean, I mean, that
0: definitely – the, 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 there's no denying that that, that, that played that, – that didn't play a role. No denying that, that it played a role Um, in Katie's mm-hmm. departure, But honestly, I felt like Katie was going to be out – I think it knew, like, going into that season, that'll be his last time in uh golden state because I feel like he had he kinda felt like kind of underappreciated. I mean, I don't know why he felt like
1: they were gonna love him like like, like Steph or even more. But Steph Listen, was like grown talent. There. People are trying to put K D in the greatest conversation. I'm like, nah. Like LeBron, Kobe, um MJ, they're in a different conversation. You can't put KD in that conversation. KD I never carried know. KD never carried shit. Those three men those three men all got titles and carried their teams mm. to titles. KD's never done that shit. And if you say he carried the Warriors, he did, but he carried a 73-win team. No, no, no I'm not, not, not- going to say that he carried them. No, like, he, he, just, did. he did he just he made, him, he made them invincible, and he was the best player on the team by far. So, so that's what I'm saying is it's like, dog, so if you're literally going to shut down KD – you're gonna throw doubles at KD. You got Steph and Clay, who are both potentially on on any given night, and it's over. Like you can't give KD credit for none of that because if LeBron went to the Warriors and joined Clay and Steph, we'd we'd have been talking about it right now, still on this podcast. <laughs> any basketball conversation that comes up, yo. So LeBron went to the Warriors. Like, come on. I mean,
0: I mean, I have, I mean. No matter what like KD has done so far in his career, great career, I still don't think that he's better than I would never put him ahead as of right now, Braun or Larry Bird in the top three conversation, uh but greatest um small forwards of all time. I think he's third. I got him third. Yeah, I wouldn't
1: put him ahead of Braun or Bird either.
0: And a lot of people were killing me a couple of weeks ago, right? So Bleacher Report was doing like a uh was doing like an MVP um like MVP versus MVP. I, I thought they were talking about, let's say, like, whose season was better. And it said 2014 KD versus 86 Bird. I said, Larry Bird. And people would kill him. I'm like, what? KD would kill Larry Bird. You're bugging way on one. He's way, way quicker. He, yeah, he would kill him. I'm like, dog, like, I don't think that's what they're talking about. And if you want to be real, y'all are looking at KD right now as opposed to 24 KD. I mean, 2014 KD. He wasn't a defender back then in 2014.
1: He wasn't but a defender. Then, like, he
0: wasn't going to be a defender. And Larry, Larry had game. Like, Larry's a better pass, a better playmaker. Uh, I can't say he's a better shooter. I'm not going to go that far. A better rebounder. Hold on, hold on, hold on.
1: Um, I feel like even if you were to say that, that's okay. Like, there's no way we're, we're snubbing Bird on his jump shot. Like, oh, no,
2: that's,
1: that's not, not what But Katie's lethal, dog. Like, his jump shot's crazy. Well, but, but, but you got to understand, too. They weren't shooting the ball twenty-five feet away from the hoop back then. You don't think Bird would have adjusted to do that shit? No, he would've adjusted. He would like Bird Bird would have been shooting them twenty-five foot bombs too, yo. Like, so there was just no need for it back then. Exactly. Yeah. Okay.
0: That's a fair case. And a lot of people like when, like, when people ask like, can can Larry Bird play in today's NBA? I'm like, yeah, he can. He'd be a better version of Luca.
1: Yo, everybody who talks about guys back in the day who couldn't play today. Those guys got their numbers while getting punched in the mouth. <laughs> now, let's think about that. Like, you can't touch a guy now. You can't handshake at all. Yeah. You, you literally just got to watch him dance in front of you. These guys was losing teeth and getting 30. Like I don't want to hear nothing about nobody could have played this era. And the whole LeBron conversation, if LeBron played in MJ's era, I'm like, dog. LeBron came in the NBA 6'8", 240. MJ MJ at his biggest was 215 Mm. like LeBron if LeBron grew up in that era where they played that physical LeBron would have been a different kind of animal when he played like we're all products of the eras we grew up in so if he played on that you're telling me someone that big wouldn't be able to be physical
0: yo yo that's actually an interesting take right there so wait so I think what you're trying to – what you said, correct, correct me if I'm wrong, you said that if LeBron was to play in the, that era that MJ played, in, with, you know, physicality, um, hand-checking and all that, his mentality would be different as opposed to what it is like right now? Or like
1: Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. I never like, thought as- about that. Dude, Mike – after Mike got beat up for years, they got in the gym and tried to look like LeBron so they can go <laughs> play against So you're telling me a guy naturally that big? Yo, LeBron at one point got up to 270, bro. Yeah. That's a freight train. That's bigger than most power forwards in the NBA, bro. And he's a guard. Coming down full speed, taking off from the foul line. And then he couldn't shoot. So what did he do? He got a shot. He got a mid-range. He got a baseline. He got an elbow. And then he's shooting the door. Like, how are you mad at LeBron?
0: Yeah, I mean it's ridiculous um, when people say like, "Question: Will Will LeBron like kill?" And that question with killers, LeBron James, like, you're great. When you're great, you're, you're transcendent. You can play, so, in, and you can le- plug in any era, and you're going to be effective. So,
1: so the example: LeBron, LeBron comes in, he's getting buckets, but the league is is shifting towards towards shots. Like, you got to be able to shoot the ball. So what did he do? He developed a jump shot. LeBron came in the league with no shot. Yep, he had none, bro. So you're telling me that. He got the shot. And then, I. Right, so now dudes are shooting threes. What's LeBron doing? LeBron's out here busting threes now. Like, like you adjust. Great players will adjust. So you tell me that MJ could adjust to physical to the, to the physicality of the game, but LeBron wouldn't? That's nonsense to me, yo. That's too much yeah. fanboy. <laughs> That's way too much <laughs> fanboy. Nah, that, that,
0: that is crazy when people say that. I'm like, oh, my God. Of course he'd be, he'd be, he'd be good in any era. Now, a lot of people were killing um, – where uh, killing uh, Michael Wilbon a, a couple of weeks ago when he said, "Well, the the headline I seen on the tweet or on, on the YouTube video, I think he was questioning whether or not um KD and Bron could dominate in the '80s." Now I'm like, "Well, you're, you're kind of bugging there," but when you read the video, when you actually hear the clip, he's not he's not really walling what he said. He said that I, what I what I took from it, he said that they wouldn't dominate the way that like like Mike did in the 90s, like 26 out of 10 championships. That's true. I, I think that's true. I don't, I don't think that would happen in the 80s with LeBron and KD. They, they chi- I think they win chips, though.
1: See, I, with KD, I say no because KD would get hurt. Just like <laughs> Steph Curry came into the NBA with different rules, and he kept getting fucked up. Like, KD would get hurt. I don't think mm-hmm. he would survive LeBron. I don't know if he'd dominate as much because – He'd have to develop that shot. Like, if if LeBron was able to develop that shot in that era, hell yeah, he would, because he could go to the basket whenever he wants, and Mm then you got every every pump fake. So I disagree with that. Look, LeBron and Shaq in a healthy D-Rose. LeBron, Shaq, and young D-Rose. You put those three in any era of basketball, is shut down. Really? So, look, 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 let me ask you a question, though.
0: Like, like how do you think that, like, Shaq would play in – how effective do you think he would be in today's NBA? I mean, he would definitely dominate off from an offensive standpoint. But defensively, I feel like he would he would struggle pr- primarily in the pick and roll because like Shaq was never a great pick and roll defender ever in his career. And when, with well, today's um, game being so stretched no,
1: out. Like, I, like, will, I, will, I will push back against that. Okay. Orlando Shaq? Orlando Shaq could defend the pick and roll. Orlando Shaq, mm-hmm. even on offense was coming off screens at the three-point line and going to the basket and banging it. Like, Shaq got lazy, bro. Shaq, to me, is one of the laziest players of all time. Shaq should literally be the greatest player of all time.
0: And I, and I think that, that that kind of hurts Shaq's um, case as a, in his place in the NBA history because a lot of people, like a lot of my analysts and people don't even have him in the top 10. And I feel a lot of them say the same thing. The longevity wasn't really there. His work ethic Whoa.
1: wasn't there. Um, no. Do you remember when he was in Miami and then Alonzo Mourning came and well, Alonzo Mourning took over because Shaq had the toe injury? Yep. So Shaq came back mid-season. He lost 25 pounds. I don't know if you remember, Shaq was setting screens at the three and rolling like Orlando Shaq. It looked crazy because he was in the best shape that he's been since Orlando. So if Shaq was to work and have that MJ or Kobe ethic, Shaq would be the greatest player ever man. Yeah. So today's yeah, you'd have to triple-team him. Not even a double. You'd have to triple-team him. And the way the teams are built, who are you leaving open on the perimeter to triple-team Shaq?
0: (sighs) There's, like, no player that can really, like, really battle with Shaq on the block.
1: Um, Imagine if Shaq was on the Celtics, young Shaq was on the Celtics the way they are now. So Tatum, Kemba, Jalen Brown... Marcus Smart, everybody just gets to hang on the perimeter and bust threes. And if you don't help, Shaq gets to go one-on-one and just put his elbows in the rim every time. (laughs) Nah, man. It'd be crazy. Like Shaq, Shaq got too cool, too lazy, and Shaq should literally be the greatest player of all time. Like, if I had to pick LeBron, MJ, Shaq, Kobe, and put one of them in any era from the beginning of basketball to 100 years from now, It'd be Shaq. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I mean, people forget. Like I, I've always said this too, but even
0: with Shaq, when Shaq was in LA, like the the state, the playoffs there If you put, which is what's which is why a lot of people try to hold against Kobe. Um, but I think that's on am being honest too. If you put mostly, mostly any elite wing player on that Lakers team with Shaq, or, or, or If you put Shaq on any other team with an elite wing player, they're going to be championship
1: contenders. Absolutely, because Shaq got. the – Team and Kobe was going one on one and roasting, dude. You could have said that. If,
0: if, if people forget, I think Shaq was he's really underrated at, at passing from the block. He was, a, he was an,
1: a, an elite passer on the block. Yo, and again, too, like the one thing I do give Shaq that he tried is after Hakeem kept killing him, he went and got like a couple of post moves. Like, I ain't mad. Shaq is hitting little turnaround, jump, like turnaround post move, like, but. Raw power Shaq, nobody should have been able to handle that. Uh, like, I will
0: never forget seeing him on Orlando fast break three sixty windmill. Like that's that's bananas, dog. No, but again so good to be doing imagine, that.
1: imagine that Shaq having the Kobe's work ethic. Mm-hmm. They'd have never lost dog. They could have went eighty two and all. Bro, <laughs> shit, dude. Like how many how many times Shaq played a whole season or like seventy-five percent of the season? Shaq parties mm-hmm. off summer. And at the start of camp, he goes to get fucking surgery with the big toe and all types of other shit. Like, like Shaq, Shaq was lazy, man. He was lazy, but Shaq was just like, you know what? Don't worry about the regular season. Just wake me up when the postseason starts. And I mean, we see but you, but you know what, too? MJ came in, and MJ could look at Isaiah. He could look at Magic. He could look at Bird. And there were guys, even Clyde Drexler, who he 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 shut off for no reason in the documentary. Like MJ had people. To hurdle. Shaq came in the league and he was bigger and stronger than everybody already. Was, so there was no incentive for him to keep getting stronger. Mm. So like if Shaq came in and there was a Shaq already, it's like, all right, I'm gonna be better than him. So I'm gonna push myself. So you were the guy. Shaq's a monster. Jackson- ah, uh, yeah.
0: And and I was dying when I seen the clip. I think it was either late last year or earlier this year. When um, he was asked about what what is that still gets him heated, basically, in his career. And he said that that one person, I forgot that guy's name, who didn't vote him. He was one vote away from the unanimous, the unanimous MVP in 2000. The dude voted for AI. I'm like, yeah, I, I'd be mad too. Because Shaq should have been unanimous that year. That's, that's ridiculous.
1: No, doubt. No. And LeBron should have had a couple more MVPs than he got. MJ should have had a couple more MVPs than he got. mm mm-hmm. yeah.
2: well,
1: You know, it's, 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 it's voter fatigue. That's Steph Curry, though. Steph Curry shouldn't have got those back to back.
0: Uh, I felt like I felt that James Harden should have got the first one, the first one, because they were like second in the West. Dwight missed like 25 plus games, still second in the West. But the only should have got the second one. Who cool. 73 win team? Averaging 30. Was he averaging 30? Yeah, he put up like 30 that, that season. The, the first year the first thing he won, he was like 24 or 24 and like eight,
1: I would I want to say. Like, no. But you
2: know
1: you know why he's able to do that? No, play, to play, because because of the way the, he's constructed. Clay's guarding the best perimeter player. And he's even, if, the even if that player is a point guard, think about that. If the best perimeter player is a point guard, guess who's covering him? Not Steph. <laughs> So you Klay know, to still get his shit off, and still have to d up the best perimeter player. Dog, no, I stay, Clay Thompson is the one I respect the most on that team, yo. Like, I would take Clay in a hobby. I just, I just wish he had more heart. And what I mean by I that, like, not to say that he's soft. I wish he had more heart, as far as like, do like believing in himself. Like, yo, you can't score thirty-seven points in one quarter and then go another quarter with taking two shots. Like, yo, give me the ball. Uh, Clap at dudes. Yo, give me the rock, dog. Like He's okay. It was crazy when I seen him put up 60. It was crazy when I seen him put up 60 on, on 11 dribbles. That was banana. I wasn't watching that game when it happened. That's yo, crazy. and then and then after that, he'll take like 11 shots in a game. Like, hold on, bro. What's going on? Like, you should be the one taking these shots, not Steph, to be honest. Hmm. Steph don't even distribute the ball. He runs off screens and shoots off screens, yo. Sometimes off the dribble, but it's like, dog, you're the point guard. So while he's running around with clay, Draymond's standing up there, like just waiting for one of them to pop open. Fuck out of here. Draymond I don't like oh, God, man. I'm just not a fan. Like, I never liked Iguodala. I didn't like him in Philly. I didn't like him on the Warriors. Like Yo, didn't he take over for AI after he left Philly? Yep, and he and that wasn't really good. Duh, he can't shoot.
0: <laughs> and
1: he took mad shots.
0: <laughs> I mean, I, mean, I, I, like, I like Iggy when he brings to the table. Nah,
1: I'm all set.
0: He, he, he ain't no number one option. I'm like, he probably not even, he's probably not, really not, not even a third option from an offensive standpoint, but he, he does a lot of little things. He locks up. Probably Iggy, Iggy was a lockup defender. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> they
1: call Drake should one the MVP over but
0: they, they called
1: a Defender too. I'm like, I don't know. I just see all the hand checking that they don't allow no more. He gets to do it. <laughs> so 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 to get
0: back to the documentary, um, this weekend, I know I know they're gonna go into um Michael Jordan's first retirement uh when he went elected to go play baseball after his father's uh passing. Um, that season, though, the Bulls were actually – that was a really, really great season. A lot of people say that that's um, Phil Jackson's best uh, coaching performance. I mean, they went 55-27, and 27, third in the East. It was Pippen's first of three you – know, uh, well, first of three first-team All-NBA selections. Um, now, a lot of people in the um, Mike-LeBron debate, if you're pro-LeBron, a lot of times people will use the fact that LeBron, when he leads teams, their teams are in shambles. Whereas when Michael Jordan first left, the Bulls were able to still ma- ma- maintain a float, made it to the semifinals, and lost to the Knicks in seven.
1: Yo, um, I was about to say, they lost in game seven in the Eastern Conference Finals, you LeBron leaves, ghost town. blowing up everything.
0: Yeah. So so here's my, here's my comment to that, though. I feel like with LeBron, his teams are really, like, constructed around him. So for the most part, they'll have a lot of one-dimensional players specialty players, like shooters or a defender. The Bulls weren't necessarily built like that. I mean, you had Scottie Pippen. He did emerge, but yeah, he wasn't, like, a, he was, he wasn't a, spe- a
1: specialty player, I would say. Because Krause didn't know better back then. He was on that, like, no one's bigger than the team. Like, that was the mentality back then. mm mm-hmm. some, For some GMs. But, yeah, he wasn't on his, like, what builds around Jordan. It was Jordan's one piece, and if he chooses to not come back, that's his decision. Like, what? <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: oh, what? yeah
0: man I, I still can't believe he said that um but yeah i mean like like, like if somebody asked me who is the most who is the nvp of in the history who is the mvp for the history of the best of the league i would say lebron james doesn't mean he's the best player to me but who's the MVP throughout the history of the nba it's because of lebron it's lebron james because of what i just said like you take them off teams for the most part they go into shambles but I mean, like, with, with, with the Heat, when he left the Heat, I mean, I felt like they would have made the playoffs had D-Wade was able to be relatively healthy that year. And I'm pretty sure that was the year when um Bars had the um, the blood clot issues, too,
1: that yep. season when LeBron left. Yep. So, I mean, yeah, I mean. I would say he is just on the strength of how we give Muhammad Ali credit for just not just boxing. But literally sacrificing and putting himself in position to be an ally or be a platform for like to voice injustice, you yeah. gotta give more credit for that, yo. Because it could have it could have had damaging effects on his brand, like extremely damaging effects on his brand. You think so? Oh God, yeah. It literally, dog. It takes one statement and one person to change the narrative. Like, yo, LeBron survived Trump, bro. Think about how many times Trump jumps on somebody, and then everybody just crashes and it's over. LeBron survived a Trump lashing. He did. He did. All Man. he did. Was, all he, And mind you, Trump's shitting on LeBron. LeBron opened more schools than Trump.
0: <laughs> Man, now nah, now nah, LeBron's he's, like I said, he's he's remarkable for what he does. Um. Yeah, but I I don't know if I would say that. Like so. Are you saying that if, if he were to, like, be like MJ, right, and remain silent on issues that affected the black community,
1: that would do, like, really significant damage to his brand, you think? Who, LeBron? Yeah. It would have been worse right now because there's so much social media that there would have been just mm-hmm. so many more opinions about it. Like, Okay. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yes, yeah, I, I kind of feel like with social media, like, you are, like, you are. I'm not saying LeBron. I'm not saying LeBron wouldn't have these same, like, wouldn't have these same opinions and, like, wouldn't do the same thing in the, in the previous era. But I feel like with social media, there's, like, so much more pressure to, like, to speak up on things, on a lot of a lot of issues, like, society issues. That's why I feel like. There's a lot of pressure
1: nowadays. Yeah. Like, yeah. We, we, no, like you give no know, full statements, you could just be like, this is wrong or it's not. But, um again, everybody doesn't have to do it, but there are a few people who are in positions where I feel like you have no choice, and Jordan was one of those. You had no choice <laughs> je- but to be our voice, but you chose not to.
0: Do you th- oh, sorry, let me ask you this question. Did you think that Magic should have had a voice? Because he, to my knowledge, he didn't really speak on any political issues while he was playing. I don't think so.
1: Um, I don't know, yo. That's just going back too far for me. Like, I actually was – I actually can remember vividly the Mike era. Magic was more things that I learned about later. Like, I didn't really grow oh, okay. up with Magic. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, like, I mean, this thing I can remember with Magic, I think I was in third grade where we got to school and it was like Michael Jordan got A's. We was like, whoa, 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 no, Magic Johnson. But it's like, yo, uh-oh. what's it? Like, I was like oh, eight, yeah. like nine years old. Like, hold on, what's that?
0: Yeah, I mean. I mean, like I said, it would have been nice to. It would have been nice for Michael to take that stand. So you felt like he had a responsibility to take a stand on issues.
1: Absolutely.
0: Because of who he is and the power that he had and the influence he can have potentially.
1: Because of who he is, the power he has, and he has Gatorade commercials talking about be like Mike. So what is Mike like? Hmm. Be like Mike. What What does that mean? Like other than basketball, because. Uh, like, because it's obvious that everybody can't be the greatest basketball player ever. So, what does "be like Mike" mean? Be a good person, speak up for injustice. Like, what 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 does it mean to be like Mike?
0: So, so you don't think so? You don't think that campaign, that whole "be like Mike" campaign, was really talking about like sports in the sports realm? No, it was talking about his clean image. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I I don't know, man. I, I just feel like I like said earlier, like I, I feel like everybody has a different calling and w- what to do.
1: I'm not, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna knock somebody. No who doesn't like- so so again, I'm not knocking him because of anything else in what he said. Like if I could go and do it again, I wouldn't be a role model. Think about the power of those words, though. If you're not a role model, you're not selling Jordans. You don't got Gatorade. You don't mm-hmm. own the Hornets. Are you cool with that? You just want to look back and say, "Hey, I played ball and won some championships." Cut it out. <laughs> Stop it. I mean,
0: I, mean I, I I can see the contradiction there. Certainly, when he said, but I mean, I mean, like I, I mean, Charles Barkley had the similar thing. Well, again, do you think, you, think, you yeah. think they're kind of they're alike with the? No, they hang Lockley. together? a role model commercial, right? Too. When yeah, they, but he, that,
1: but that, that was the thing too. It's like, dog, think about Jordan as a person. Think about his crew: Barkley, Oakley. That's who you hung out with bro outside of basketball <laughs> like Joe Button said that and I kept thinking about it he's like yo Mike got Mike got kind of a shitty crew if you think about it <laughs> <laughs> I think Pat Ewing anton Walker was with them for a
0: little like yeah pat pat pat, pat was cool with Mike back like, I'm not I'm not sure where where they stand at right now but he was he was he was in that circle
1: yeah so it was too much man oh man.
0: Well, yeah, I man, we can wrap it up here. Uh, y'all good? What, what you got to plan for the rest of the day?
1: Shit. I got a, a metal grinder I bought from Harbor Freights. Then I'm about to go sand down a bicycle frame that I'm working on. Oh, uh-huh. I'm working on restoring oh, yeah, you still, still, still have um, got the bike on the road? <laughs> no, nah, I actually went and got another one, so I bought an old beat up frame that need some work, so I'm going to get, like, piece by piece and build it back up, but I got to sand it and paint it first. But then I bought a Schwinn. <laughs> I bought a Schwinn. I've been riding that, and uh yeah, man, I, I've gotten, like, the most I've ridden was four. I'm going to try to get up to 10 miles. Mm-hmm. Oh, damn. Yeah, man,
0: I, I got I to do something now, because uh, this quarantine, man, is killing me from a from a health standpoint, I'm sure, because I've, I've been, like, even like when, when just playing ball was lit, like cardio, like that's why I told why I play ball nowadays to get it running. beat so me like, on the trail. <laughs> I don't got I a me bike.
1: On, meet me on a bike trail. I was just talking to Viper last night. I'm like, yo, beat me on the trail. Right. Yeah, I, I got I gotta buy a bike somewhere. Get a, get a good deal somewhere. Yeah, I I just went on this app, dude. Keep it funky. Like you can't even really go to the store and don't get a bike. Them shits is all sold out. So I got one on an app. I went and picked it up, threw it in the whip, quick release, came to the crib, wiped it down, let it sit for a couple of days, and i
0: Damn.
1: Oh, yeah.
2: well oh,
0: yeah. I'll, I'll look into that, though. You can give me that information later on. Uh, I'll, I'll look into that, because I got to do something.
1: Yeah, man. I put on 20 pounds since quarantine's over. I got to move it around to the right places. 20 pounds? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Come on, yeah.
0: Uh, I'm, pro- I'm probably up there too, because I'm, I'm not. I'm not really eating eating well, and just uh, not doing anything. Be active, mm-hmm. so not that got to change. Well, my brother, have uh, a good rest of your day. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about the week. All right. hi, my guy. All right. All right. Special thanks to the big homie V. Appreciate you, my guy. Thank you to Anchor and thank you guys for listening. And if you haven't already, be sure to hit that subscribe button as the Mr. Vincent podcast is available on several platforms. That include Spotify, Apple Podcasts and Google Play. And if you want to keep up with me on social media, be my guest. Instagram and Twitter at MrVincent13. And you can also like my Facebook fan page as well, Emmanuel Vincent. Well, that's all the time I have for now. I'm looking to sneak a podcast in this week prior to uh, doing another Last Dance one. Um, So be on the lookout for that. Until then, you guys stay blessed, be safe, and stay home.